With Victoria heading into another lockdown, we thought it would be a good time to do an episode on the top five things you can do during lockdown or any weekend for those of you lucky enough to not be in lockdown to improve your financial situation. Enjoy! Everything we talk about on today's podcast is general advice only because we don't know your individual personal situation. Before you act on anything we've spoken about, you should chat to your financial advisor. And if you don't have one, feel free to reach out to us. Now, on to today's show. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Wealth Collective podcast. I'm Zach Masters, and today I'm joined by Anthony Malvaza from AGM Financial Services. Anthony, how are you going? Ooh. From the last time I was on a, on the podcast, uh, a lot of changes, a lot of changes. Um, going okay, you know, all, all, all things considered. Obviously, lockdown's hard for everyone, but it's harder for uh, harder for some, uh, whether it's health reasons or business-related or, you know, being able to work. So, really can't complain too much. But, yeah, it's uh, just when we thought we were out, they've dragged us back in feels like a, an old line, but it's uh yeah it feels a bit lot like 2020 which is a bit scary how you how you been handling it zach no i'm similar to you can't really complain because um you're able to work and do this there's a lot of other people doing it much tougher but it was only seen i think it was the other week that we were talking about how things are opening up the city seemed to be back to normal um yep everything was kind of um, feeling good and now we're we're back where we are where we were this time last year I think it was this time last year that we were in lockdown um, or just about to get out and then go back in later, I think. Absolutely. Oh, well, last year felt like from March to December. Right? Yeah. <laughs> there was a few breaks, but it felt like the whole year. But what have you been doing to keep yourself sort of active and not climbing the walls as much well, as you can? Trying to go out for walks in my two hours and <laughs> do that. I've actually started reading a little bit more. So um, that's been quite good and some financial books which have been quite interesting uh, what about yourself uh been the uh, same a walk and going for jogs around around uh the area where i live and then uh just been really busy with work which is a good thing um but yeah just trying to keep away from the news as much as i can obviously you do need to look at uh, look at a few things and just see uh, some updates but i find the more you talk about it with certain friends and different news outlets you uh sort of can you know send yourself crazy so yeah just trying to keep myself busy and hopefully uh we're only in it for another week and back to normal that's it fingers crossed so what we're going to talk about today is um, on the back of obviously the fact that all of us here in Victoria are in lockdown, um, but it's something that all Australians can do. We're going to talk about the top five things to do during lockdown or a weekend to improve your finances. Um, so it's something that obviously I've, we've found this, I'm not sure if you found this as well, last lockdown that I had a lot more new appointments than ever before. I think people were sitting down and starting to talk about their finances more than they ever have been. Um, and this is going to be the case again. So the world stops and slows down a little bit when we're in lockdown. You've got a bit more time to sit and start to think about these types of things. Um, so we're going to go run through the top five things we think you should be doing um, that you can help improve your financial position and try and use this lockdown um, to your benefit. So I might get started with the first one I've got is educating yourself. Um, so this is a massive part. And in terms of improving your financial literacy will make a huge impact um, on your overall financial position. Uh, now there's like so many different resources that we can use. Um, so you've got podcasts now, there's heaps of podcasts out there. 
heard the Wealth Collective ones, um, pretty good. Um, <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you've got books. The Money Smart web, web, website is a really good tool. Like even the ATO website, like if you're looking at super contributions yep. and things like that, <clears throat> that can be a really good way to start to understand what some different strategies are. Um, for books, uh, is there any particular books that you've read recently, Anthony, that you like in terms of the financial space? Any authors? Uh, <laughs> nothing I could think of the top of my head. I haven't really read anything of late, which is something I should be getting right back into. But I am a fan of podcasts. Um, yeah. I'm running out actually, so if you do know any, definitely give me, uh, give me give me a, give me a, give me a few to listen to. I do listen to this one. But, you know, just to uh, <laughs> test your test your hearing, uh, hearing yourself, I should say, but just to make sure you're up to up to uh, up to speed with everything. But um, I'm more I'm more of a podcast uh, person at the moment so nothing on the bookshelf but is there anything that you that you'd put out there yeah so i just um well obviously a good friend of the show Noel Whitaker. he has a lot of books out that are really helpful um so his books obviously because he's an australian author um there's a lot of different ones like he's got a book on um investing he's got a book on retirement planning, all that type of stuff. And it's really easy to understand it shows strategies. So that's a really good one. Um, a lot of people like the barefoot investor, obviously. And I think that gives you some good mm. basic financial concepts as well. Um, again, it's based at Australians. So that's helpful mm. as well. I just finished reading The Psychology of Money, which is by uh, an American author called Morgan Housel. Um, so if anyone wants to borrow that book, borrow that book off me, um, <laughs> shoot me an email. Um, cause I've just finished that one. That one's really good. So it's all about why we make the financial decisions that we do. Um, and a lot of it yep. talks about in his book, um, not only becoming wealthy or creating wealth, mm. but also how do you hold on to that wealth and not get overly greedy, um, not start to make silly decisions. Mm. Um, and it's all about how do you hit your goals and not, not lose focus of that. Um, so that's mm. really good as well. What have you got for number two mm. for us? This is uh, these are two things that are front of mind for myself when we did a bit of a bit of a brainstorm of what we should talk about for this week's uh, podcast. Uh, uh, it's easy to just think about your own situation. I think it does apply to a lot of people. To the two two or a uh, few things I'll bring up. Uh, first thing is thinking about your living situation, and this is last year. Um, living in or out of the city or close to work, I don't think a lot of us thought this much about until the situation arose. And it's a, you sort of want to think, okay, do I want to live close to work so I don't have to, you know, it's an easy commute or it's a, it's a drive to pay if you're not in a, in in the you know within the inner city or within the inner suburbs. Uh, you really want to if you're thinking within the next couple of years about you know you want to buy a place or move place or downsize or upgrade. You really want to make sure, okay, how has this lockdown last year and the current one we're in affected that and tailor that, uh, but put that into your plans because I think a lot of us (laughs) wouldn't mind being in regional right now. Uh, Me and yourself, (laughs) we're quite close to the city. Um, I think uh, having a a holiday house out down the the coast would be nice. Um, Or if you're thinking about different, moving to a different state altogether, you just want to check, you know, see how it's been over the past year because I think the situation which COVID presents it looks like it's going to continue for some time. 
So mm. it'd be good to really plan around that. If you're thinking of buying or thinking of moving or even just changing a rental situation, you might be living with someone and that may definitely may not be the right situation in a lockdown, depending on your relationship with your, your housemate or something like that for, you know, for a more younger, younger, younger generation. Uh, definitely consider how close you are to work or where you're going to be working and where you're moving, you're moving your career or your business because lockdown has presented some challenges with just getting to and from certain areas or, you know, obviously, as I mentioned, where we can actually move right now. And um, unfortunately, it may continue for the next few years, this, uh, you know, circuit breaker lockdowns. Yeah, and I think um, with the working from home trend, you're not going to need to be as close to the office as you once did. So that's what's obviously driving a lot of people to move out a little bit. Um, but that's a good one, starting to plan for your future. And that comes back to um, obviously all the goals and things like that. And that's my point number three, is that set some goals or discuss with your partner if you've got a partner um, and start to set some goals that you can work towards. So the biggest thing um, that we do as financial advisors is trying to help people work towards their goals, but it's also in helping them flush out their goals because often um, people come and go, I need to review my super, or I need to review my insurances or start a budget. And that type of stuff's important, um, but it's not really what your ultimate goal is. So you need to sit down and start to think about what's going to be, what do I want my future to look like or what's my best life moving forward? And then what do I need to do to get there? So that might be, I need to start investing or I need to start, um, a budget to start saving money because I'm spending too much. All these types of stuff will flow off the back of setting some goals. Um, and that was, I know, Pete, who's not on this week's episode, but he always used to say, have a financial date night. So sit down. Um, obviously, you can't go out anywhere at the moment, but sit down and start to talk about some of these topics that you often get pushed yeah. to. So what do you want the future to look like? Because sometimes in yeah. partnerships, I'm not sure if you see this with your clients, um, mm. but one partner might have a completely idea different idea to another partner of what they want um i would say yeah, i'd say that's 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 across the board friends family clients <laughs> that happens quite a bit and that's uh where unfortunately it may cause more more uh, problems down the track for the for the couple but yeah being on the same page that's that's a that's probably put that's probably num the most important part of goal setting if you're in a if you're in a partnership yeah, definitely. And I think you, there can be goals that you work on individually, but there should also be goals that you work on towards as a couple as well. Um, and that, as I said, yeah, that goal setting becomes super, super important because that's really what you're working towards and why you work and why you do what you do um, is because you want to sure. achieve these certain goals. Uh, number four, what have you got for us for number four, Anthony? Yeah, before I get on to uh, point number four, I'd say, as you said, the financial date night, what Pete says, uh, quite a quite a bit. I find, and this will lead into my actually into my point number four, um, which is making sure you give yourself a, your business a, a health check if you are self-employed or your career a health check. But basically, stating is it travelling the way I wanted to wanted to go, and you know where you know do I need to make significant changes or some small tweaks just to make sure I'm on the right track. But when I was, when I have, I do this, I do it, you know, maybe over a coffee or, or, or a quiet drink, do it, in, do it in a way where you can, so it's an enjoyable, it's not a chore. Um, yeah. You're not mopping the floors or something like that. If you, if you don't mind a glass of wine like myself, and I'm sure Pete does or a beer, <laughs> um, depends what your drop, your drop is, um, <laughs> Zach, but, 
not not saying you know get absolutely hammered and you know then you know think the world's your oyster, but you know lo- lo- loosen up, but make it make it an enjoyable experience so you get motivated and really get keen, and that'll that'll uh, respond to acting on these goals and put implementing them more in place. But it has to be exciting, point, or else it's um you're not going to exactly work towards them. Ex- and that's where possibly if it's within a couple or a partnership, you know, do the same. Now it's maybe over a coffee or, or a quiet drink, just make sure that's probably loosen up and uh, relax both and make sure you, you know, you both get your, your sort of your priorities on the table and make sure they match. But getting to onto topic number four, giving yourself, giving your career or your business a bit of a, bit of a, uh, uh, a, a look into and just making sure it's going the way you want to, um, myself, I've got to get onto this phase year exam as we sort of <laughs> joked about a couple of weeks ago, which does present a, a bit of time to make sure I really study and be prepared for that. And then there's a bit more study to go. And that's probably the biggest thing with a lot of financial planners at the moment, the study aspect. Um, I'm sure most, uh, a lot of other industries have their, their um, either education or, or, or areas of knowledge that they need to improve this is a time to really get onto that and make sure you're well in front and then just have being real being you know realistic with you with yourself and saying is this where i've gone is this where i am going and where i want to go and is it is it leading me to the you know where i thought it would take me and be you know being honest with yourself and just making sure you're on the same path and on the right path yeah definitely is there tips that you'd give people as to how they can review this type of thing. Like you've recently gone through a change towards self-employment and what kind of spurred that Mm. on? Uh, Well, moving from employment to self-employment, to be honest, uh, our industry, it's a big topic. (laughs) Anyone who's employed, uh, moving to self-employment, it is. It comes up quite often, and it, when you when we used to go to networking events, obviously it hasn't been in the last or you know uh, face-to-face networking events have been quite limited in the past 12, 18 months. But it would come up, and you you know a lot of colleagues like me and Pete worked at the bank together, and a lot of people I did work at ANZ uh, with, you know, a lot of them did go down the self-employment path, and it is you're giving up a lot of security, you know, in terms of a salary, and you know might be a bit of an incentive structure um it is a big risk um i don't think i've met too many people who have regretted it but it is you know everyone does say i wish i did it sooner um generally if it's a good position that you've moved to what i'd say is be you've got to be realistic with if you can go to self-employment because the first couple of years depending on you know uh, the revenue stream that may come in from the business it, it can be tough. You're not getting that pay packet, that pay every fortnight or month, or depending on how often it comes in, and you are giving that up. And then there's, it's going to be trial and error at the start. You're going to run into certain aspect, certain uh, hurdles that you didn't think. Like every IT problem is your problem. You've got to go attack that. Whereas at the bank, you could call up. You know, that's you know. So just make sure you're in a position where you can be without an income. That's probably the best thing. So you can, you're not, you're not under pressure to, you know, to, to, to start drawing, to delivering revenue immediately, but generally, just generally make sure you want to be in the industry for a period of time, you're the, whatever industry that is, and just really speak to your closest, uh, closest networks and closest mentors. And, you know, that are knowledgeable about the industry and, you know, ask them about that, how they, how they went about it and, you know, what hurdles can you expect to, 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 to be to to see and uh, have to jump over 
and you eventually got to just make a choice and it's not for everyone uh, obviously if you've got dependents or um, you know a big mo- a big mortgage repayment or but you know massive expenses that you that you know a lack of a certain income won't be able to won't you have some other stress stressful situations in life arise maybe it's not you're not in a position to do it but you've got to just really assess that and really put it out there and then eventually just make the make the leap yeah and i think a lot of people are obviously with COVID and everything, reviewing what their careers look like. And it doesn't have to be that move to self-employment. It's that, um, are you happy where you are? Um, but then, as you said, you've got responsibilities as well. So you need an income yeah. coming in. So sometimes it's not as easy as going, yeah, I'm just going to go start something else because um, like, I'm not liking yeah. my job at the moment. It needs to be the opportunity there. Um, but it, as I said, as we said before, it comes back to those goals. Like, will this new job um, work and help me get towards my goals faster? And it also... It's not only just financial, um, but it's also got to be how much you enjoy working as well because you yeah. don't want to be um, whilst the financial game might be good. If you really hate the job, um, then mm-hmm. that can cause problems as well. Um, and also, I might, I might just uh, uh, just the few uh, final point is you've got to really be self, uh, really motivated being self-employed. You know, mm-hmm. there's no one there apart from, you know, your clients and basically your, the re- revenue of the business. If you are, it's just yourself and you haven't got a partner, partner um, within the business, if it's just you. You've got to get up. You've got to get up every day. I mean, you can work as as many hours as you want, and as little hours. That depends on you know the, what the, what the what the business requires and how how structured you are and how you know how time 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 poor you may be. But you've really got to be self motivated. And there might be other ways. You might be going to contracting. That's a way to you know possibly you know move into different parts of your industry where you're not you're not you're not taking on a business or a, or being a sole trader where you're still getting a certain contract for a certain amount of time granted that will finish but that may be a way to move out of just full-time employment if that's what you want to do but again there's nothing wrong with you know working full-time or going self-employed or anything in between definitely definitely um so the fifth and final point we've i've got is to review 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 so this is a good time um, especially when you're sitting down with uh, not a whole lot of social events on and things like that is to review your insurances, review your super, um, mm. review your investments. So what have you got at the moment? If you don't have anything, should you put something into place? Um, so making sure that you look at all those, what you've got, um, and you should always be reviewing all aspects of your financial life. So your budget as well. Um, now's a good time to pull up the, the hood and try and have a look at everything um, and then go, this is what I'm working towards. Does this still match? Um, are the fees still appropriate? Have I got too much insurance cover? All that type of stuff. Um, but you should always be looking at what you've got. Um, and an advisor can potentially help you with that, but there's a lot of online tools where you can go and compare um, super, you can compare insurance covers, compare investments, all that type of thing, um, and start to, to review those and make sure that you've got the best product um, or solution out there for you. Um, I think that pretty much wraps us up. For today's episode unless you've got anything else you want to add anthony i was just thinking and that's definitely i think we've hit five good points and it's pretty achievable for uh, pretty relevant to you know majority of people majority of the, the listeners out there but i'd say like, i think i didn't mention this last year and um there's a lot of things that i didn't do that i thought i'd do and it's in in these times i was i was listening to a, uh, an overseas podcast and i don't even think it was about finance i think it was about you know uh, even a sports podcast but it's like if you don't 
do it in these times. It probably will never get done because you've never had more time to do something. So now is the time to really understand, you know, initially, especially last year, everyone, you know, you get very, you know, it wasn't very motivating to really, hey, let's go talk about the future because it was very doom and gloom. But this does seem as, you know, it, overnight it was, you know, was it, how bad is it going to be? But it does seem like it's going to end within in the next week or the week after. Good time just to really attack this and plan and set a plan and then, you know, set some time aside to to address them. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, obviously it's a tough time for a lot of people, but if a lot, a lot of people I was speaking to were going, you know, social things were getting crazy again and just life yeah. was happening. Um, and this is a little time to step back and go, mm. all right, what do I what am I working towards? What do I need to do? And how can I improve my finances? Because you've got that extra time sitting at home. 100%. Awesome. As always, if you've got any questions, email us at connect at Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Thanks, Anthony. Thanks, Zach.